Welcome to Turns Out She's Psychic, the podcast. Spiritual musings, sometimes amusing. I'm Tracy. And I'm Laura. Welcome back, dear listeners. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to our little show, our little <laughs> podcast. It's so cute, isn't it? It is. <clears throat> and I'm loving where it's going. I'm loving that we're growing and that mm. our listeners are growing with us and enjoying the ride. I feel so lucky sometimes. Sames. And um, we've got an quite an episode for growing your minds because we are going to expand your mind even more, give it a wee old stretch into literally some other dimensions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just to just to help clarify and some and and maybe just add some language in for people who, you know, we've been going for over a year and a half now, and so it's time to it's time to start expanding. And I'm sure our listeners are ready to do that if they haven't already. Um, that we want to we want to be able to bring more more concepts and more more information to you and to do that um helping with some language um yep, definitely some understanding yeah. do um, you know what happened this morning oh tell me i have to just quickly shove this in because um certain people are just going to have a giggle yeah because you stopped yourself from saying it and you say hit record and then i'll tell you so go on yeah so you know how we released in Turns Out She's Haunted, Turns Out It's Haunted this week, yesterday, actually Monday, yeah. um, the episode on text messages and phone calls from the dead. <laughs> yeah, and we asked people to share their own stories. Yeah. Yes. So this morning on Riv Daily, which for those of our listeners who don't know, it's a, um, a 5.45 a.m. half an hour Raise Your Vibe session with me on Zoom. Um just before we started the session um, or before we started doing our box breathing, which is what we do to kick off every session, we all heard it at the same time, this male voice come through, go testing, 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 as if like testing a microphone. Yeah. And I just went, who was that? And everyone just sat there just going, wasn't me, wasn't me. I'm like, come on, who was it? Did everyone hear it? Everyone was like, yeah, we all heard it. And it actually, like, it got me for a second and I'm thinking, what is this? (laughs) They're all saying it's not them. I know it's not me. Where did it come from? Everyone heard it. And then when we went around um, after sort of 15 minutes into the session, (laughs) one of our listeners, beautiful Peggy over in the States, um, she was like, I've worked out what it was. My doggo accidentally pressed a button on my, on my, my recorder. And it's the man's voice that's programmed in there, almost like a Siri voice that said it. She's like, I'm so embarrassed right now. (laughs) But for like for the first 15 minutes, we were all like, holy moly. And Linda, one of the other, um, I didn't even put two and two together, but Linda, one of the other Riv girls, she comes, she's like, I listened to your episode on, turns out it's haunted yesterday. Maybe it's that. And I'm like, oh my God. (laughs) You didn't even tweak. (laughs) I didn't until after that. I was like, oh, oh no, imagine, imagine. I'm glad. Otherwise that would have put that whole session off. (laughs) Oh, it was pretty interesting because I, you know, me with technology, but if it, if it sneaks past that, that part, 
Yeah. Um, that that's my that's my spirit guides not protecting me in the space that I create in order to hold space for people. And I'm really freaking good at that stuff. So usually if something like that happens, I get angry. No, I don't get angry, but the minute that we would have got off that half an hour session this morning, I would have been doing some serious chats with you-know-who. But what if it was meant to happen? Well, I would have found out who it was and why it was meant to happen. They would have told you, yeah. yeah. Correct. <laughs> but it was an interesting little moment, testing, but, testing, testing. Like, who was that? Did everyone just hear really, that? It's cute, though, because that's how easy it can happen, hey? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just happens, and before you know it, and if you don't catch it. Mm. So I love that. That was <laughs> that was well worth it. What a giggle. Um, Good. I want to get um, moving with this mm-hmm. chat today because you're on a time limit, so that's cool. Um, and also a, a little sort of prelude to why this episode is coming around is because we have recently interviewed a uber, uber interesting lady. Um, and after we had our chat with said lady, I thought it might be a good idea to have a chat now and release this episode to talk about some of the things she talks about so mm-hmm. we can all get the most out of it as possible. And I said, that's a great idea, Laura. Of course you said that. <laughs> <laughs> And and then I'll have more of an idea of what on earth she was talking about too. <laughs> <laughs> so really, there's something in it for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so it's all about higher dimensional beings and realities and frequencies and consciousness. Mm. And it's a bit of a mind stretch if you're not someone who... Um is is a believer or not someone who really thinks in that way or that way inclined and I have to admit that up until you know in the scheme of things quite recently I wasn't Mm. um which surprised you um but (laughs) um as time is moving very fast uh not as fast as what some of us would like in terms of the consciousness shift We've just noticed in the last year and a half that it's gone at lightning speed, but it's only done that because um, it's coming towards the end of something and the beginning of something. And also uh, it has to, like we, we don't really have an option. It's something that is being forced. So It's happening anyway, yeah, so we might yeah. as well. And on this podcast we often talk about things that not a lot of people talk about and we find out about things and we, we, we're going to do that now. Um, Mm -hmm. so what about understanding where in general broad terms where humanity is sitting now within dimensions of consciousness because there's a lot of talk about 3D, 4D, 5D they're the ones Mm -hmm. that seem to revolve around where we are sitting so would you maybe say um, in, in that sort of speak we'd be more 3D 40? Mm, yeah. So at the moment where we are at is that the earth is sitting, the planet is sitting at what we kind of feel is mm, best way to describe it would be like a tipping point. Mm-hmm. And so certain vibrations on the planet, whether it's animal, earth or human, 
is reaching a level of consciousness awareness where we're starting to tip over to be more into the 5D as opposed to the 3D. And the 4D, um, the 4D is is something in terms of consciousness, it's a very uh it's something that not many people have spoken about because mm. it's all it's it's almost like a tunnel into the fifth D. So in basic, oh sorry, that was just my phone falling you down. You dropped me. <laughs> I'm sorry. Flatten your back, not on your face though, so that's good. <laughs> As usual. Mm-hmm. Oh. So uh 3D, if we think about 3D consciousness. And yes, so three-dimensional consciousness. consciousness. And like Good. you said, there are different types of dimensions. So we're not talking about dimensions as in portals into different realities and different realms and different earths and different, you know, We could, but we're not going beings. to. Not we're in this going episode to this anyway. Episode. We're going no. to start at consciousness yep. and, and the levels that are being spoken about perhaps in the next episode with yes. our beautiful guests. So... Three-dimensional consciousness is an awareness. It's when a human has an awareness of self in terms of mostly our external self. So it's who we are, what we do, how we do it, what we have. So it's our job. It's the house that we live in. It's having that family. Yeah, it's that family dimension. It's all the things that if you – I don't know why, but whenever I think of three-dimensional and this is a this is a really strange kind of throw to, but everyone would have seen the movie Home Alone. Mm-hmm. It's a movie that Ooh, I, I watched. That <laughs> yeah, it is one of my favorite, and it's one mm-hmm. of the ones that my kids growing up we watch it every Christmas multiple times. Sometimes we even watch it through the year just because we love it. Yeah, uh, even my my kids are like older in their teens now and we still love to sit down and watch that movie but in that first in in home alone one the original on that christmas eve night where they're all running around and they're in this beautiful big house they have all the trimmings when growing up the reason why i was so attached to that movie was because i wanted what was in that movie i wanted the big family because i was an only child when i was younger and I wanted the big house with all the things which I didn't have and I wanted the noise, I wanted the money, like the things that the money afforded them. I wanted to get on a plane and fly to Paris and I wanted I wanted all of that craziness. Um, and there's something about that movie that uh, and I feel like it's, I don't even know how I've plucked it, but I've, that, that, that's where I but go to when I think, yep. mm, it's where I go to when I think about um, a three-dimensional reality because it showcases a lot of the three-dimensional. Um, yep. It showcases our ego, our fears. Yeah, our fears. Mm. Um, it show like you know, it's got it, it's got um, lots of different uh, themes inside of it, and they're all very three D themes. And, and like you said, the word ego. Correct. Yeah. So it's about what the ego perceives of this human experience. So it, when we are a spiritual being having a human experience, we're coming down and we're supposed to evolve. We all come down with um, without the spiritual awareness being there uh, and it's something that we awaken into. So we wake up into recognising what we already know as a soul. Mm-hmm except this spirit that we're currently all in of this human experience has never had a life 
And this is its first time, so it has to awaken to its soul awareness and then it can go on its path of what it what it wants. Is that what some so, people call is that they call um, spiritual awakening? Yeah, a lot of people yeah. will call it a spiritual awakening. So that's where that term comes in. Awakening doesn't mean that, well, I'm awakening into um, or like I'm woke. It, it, <laughs> it really it comes down to realising <laughs> that your soul already knows this because it's already done it. It's just you're remembering. You're yeah. waking up and you're wiping yeah. the sleep from your eyes and you're your eyes go a bit blurry and then you adjust your focus and you can see things clearly, which is what your soul has already known. However, a lot of people get stuck on that because once they awaken to what their soul already knew, they think that that's it. You literally just that, become conscious that it's not everything that you thought it was up until that moment. <laughs> and that's the 4D space. You, yeah, your reality shifts. Mm-hmm. So that's when we step into 4D. Mm-hmm. We become aware, we, we become awakened to the fact that, hey, it's not just the house that I have, the family that I have, the things that I have, the things that I do, the job that I have, whatever. So most of us have sat in that 3D, 4D mm-hmm. uh, for a really long time, for decades. However, over the last probably 20 to 30 years especially, there's been an advancement in consciousness that the people that have sat, so maybe the people that discovered their 4D awareness much earlier in life or maybe had uh, what I always call a divine intervention to to help them go further into that fourth dimension, which is where we start to uh, receive enlightenment as opposed to awakening So in that 4D space, if you have awoken and you sit in that 4D space and you don't see it as the end of the game, which is where most, not most, a lot of people, many people will sit and think that they're the most God's gift to earth. (laughs) Um, And it looks attractive and it feels good, especially to 3D people. It feels good, yes. It does. And so it's very dangerous because um, it's not the end. Uh, and the end is at fifth dimensional, but in 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 the human experience, it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, for the for the time being, so when we're in that fourth dimension, and we we seek the spiritual teachers, where we can expand even further of consciousness into enlightenment, that's when we reach five D. And there are many people on the planet who have done that over the last two decades, even three decades. Uh, and with the with the development of the internet, that is that is one huge um, facilitator of the five D movement of the five D possibility and the technology. So where we sit now is that. Technology is being used by fifth dimensional people in in the most profound ways and ways that are going to help the planet move forward. But technology is also becoming very dangerous and becoming a tool for destruction for the 3D people. The 4Ders are the ones that are sort of sitting there and they, they may have an inclination to sit on the fence because where they are feels good and they don't want to rattle it because they're, they've only really found one or two ways to comfortably sit in 4D and 
the thought to go to the fifth D is uncertainty again, and they may not be ready to to venture into more uncertainty. However, the five D is we we see things as it isn't really an option, and we look to it like it's the light at the end of the tunnel. We look to it as this is what we're supposed to do. This is this is evolution, and it's it's natural, and it's what's going to happen, whether the three Ds or the four Ds want it to happen or not. So, when we think about you know all the conversation that's happening, especially most recently around the pandemic and the and the pandemic and the vax, we 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 hear some people in certain spaces talk about. Um, that the three Ds and the four Ds have the potential of being left behind. And if you want to come to this new earth, the 5D consciousness earth, then you won't be able to come unless you, unless you choose to step in. And this is what we mean by that. You, there, there, there's going to be what some would see as a, a, a definitive uh, divide between humanity that we've never really seen before where the three d's so their soul at a soul level when they chose to be on this earth at this time they chose not to evolve through this human experience into the 5d and just like none any of other us, soul contract everything you know it's predetermined correct and some of us chose to reach a certain point and sit in the 4d and some of us chose to evolve into the fifth d and so um, there's really, and this is why when when you hear me talk, which isn't very common or often, but when you do hear me talk about um, my acceptance of where people are at, it's because I have this very broad perspective of why I need to accept where they're at because I know their contract mm, or I understand it. it. Mm. I understand it from not all the time, but I can I understand that some spirits are having a human experience to experience the suffering or to experience only this awareness. Mm. So it becomes uh, something that as a 5D human being or spiritual being having a human experience that I can only have that opinion of a 3D. And it doesn't mean that I think any less of them. It doesn't mean that I don't love them or can't love them. Mm. It doesn't mean that I can't reach them or talk to them. It just means that I accept where they're at and it allows my energy and my focus to go into a direction that is what's best for my spirit in this in this contract that it's playing out. And mine is about growth. Mine is about meeting people where they're at and helping them walk through if they want to. But I'm not going to go into the 3D space of consciousness and kick people over the line and say, come on, quick, you've got to come or you're not going to make it and, and no I need you to come, I need you yeah. there. That's not I need to anyone. Your, yeah. yeah, like I need, you're my sister, I need you to come over. You're my brother, I need you over here because I can't be without you. <laughs> that would be very ego-focused and it's very 4D. So I was going to say, that would be, be very 3D, 4D. 4D of you. 
Correct. Because that's yeah. where, you know, it's so, in the 3D and 4D that it's it's those judgments of good, bad, better, worse, that sort of thing. Exactly. It Do, doesn't exist Rather on than the what is. higher elements because that, that judgment isn't there because that's all linked in with ego. Mm-hmm. It just it just is. Yep. So 5D yep. is a space where, uh, and you can, I can tell 5D people from a mile away. Um, and I love when I have conversations with them because we speak in the present moment. Mm. Um, and, and it's a beautiful space to sit when, when you, when you're around people that speak in the present moment, because what is, is, and that is what is, and it can get very kind of, um, it can feel like a very much of a riddle, but if you are in a 5D level of consciousness, it is the only thing that makes sense at a level that, um, that well, not the only thing that makes sense, but it, it does, it, the only thing it does is make sense. So there, there is no confusion behind what is, is, which is what is. It's a, it just makes so much sense in my head. It's that overall um, acceptance of and under like level of understanding maybe because you're not questioning anything because again that's one of the like a three D or a four D thing when you're always questioning it's a 4D. rather than yeah rather than accepting like you accept almost that it's okay not to absolutely be able to define everything because it is mm-hmm. infinite and you can't possibly grasp it all you know. Even trying to grasp it all is is not a 5D thing either, right? I mean, just listening to a few different podcasts and and reading different things, it's all, it can be very tricky for people to understand 5D if, if they're not experiencing it because you do or you don't sort of thing. That's it. There's no shortcuts to get to 5D. Yeah. Mm. Um, there is just arriving at it. And when you arrive, you know you've arrived, except you don't know that it's 5D unless that's what you're trying to achieve. When I arrived at 5D, I didn't know to call it 5D. And I'll be really honest, it's because I was rejecting, like I said in the beginning, I was rejecting any dimensional language talk because it it didn't not it didn't scare me, but I really saw it as something separate to what I was experiencing, and I didn't give it enough of an understanding or enough of my time to 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 really acknowledge and understand it. And then when I did, I realized that, like you said on the at the beginning, not all dimensional talk is the same means the same thing. Mm. There's dimensions in all different um, areas of, of of things. And that includes consciousness. And um, when we when we talk about moving into the new earth, which um, is, you know, was sort of coined by Eckhart Tolle. Yeah. This new earth um, idea or concept or theory is based on the fact that on this new earth, over the tipping point where more people are in the 4D and the 5D, that we can start um, becoming one with with the planet, likely first people, mm. and therefore reach some kind of next level, which could potentially be the 7D, because the 6D will be going through like an elevated 4D process mm, okay. where we've reached the 5D and then we have to go where, where we haven't gone as a species before. It's like a and bridging. And so we step into that. 
Yeah, so that mm-hmm. 6D is like the 4D. Okay. And then we'll step into a 7D. And that's probably where a lot of us 5D parents as procreators um we we are giving birth to a lot of uh, starseed children, which are what you will hear as the indigo children and the crystal children, uh, yes. um, and the likes. We spoke about so that. Yeah, yeah. So they're they're born into a space where they're very they're going to be very easily awoken into the fifth D. Yeah, we're gonna as parents and on the new earth in the new earth hopefully take them through the sixth D, and they'll be able to reach as a soul. The seventh D. And it's levels of so, consciousness and awareness. Yeah, as, yeah. A, as a human being. So it's, yes, if we yes. are spiritual beings having a human experience, mm-hmm. it's bringing that consciousness to the human plane, the human realm. Yeah. We have it at the soul level. Mm-hmm. We just don't have it at the human level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's good to paint this picture of an overall understanding going into next week's subject with Anne. Yeah. I love, I love that. Um, and I've been listening a lot and I know, Tracy, I've shared a couple of YouTube videos of someone called Elizabeth April who's similar to you, a lot more to do with other dimensional stuff, um, but she has a couple of YouTube videos that explain it, you know, from her level of understanding, but a, a lot of what you're saying is very similar to her as well, just just you know, a certain awareness of it's all happening now. It's just how aware you are of it or not. That's it. And that's what the divide's going to be because the 5D people, there's going to be so many of us that um, that we're not going to be able to vibrationally somewhat, and this is, this is, um, this is what we all just believe is going to happen and uh, well I'm not going to say all I'm not going to speak for everybody else but my understanding and and a large part of the collective's understanding is that um it's got to be really hard for the frequencies to be in the same place at the same time there's going to be the camp that is doing what they're doing and there's going to be the other camp that's doing what they're doing and those camps are not going to even see each other to a certain degree. And we see that as humans already. So for our listeners, if you can think about it as who you once were, so in a, in a, in a pre, like a, in, in an old version of Tracy or an old version of Laura, you know, from maybe in the late 90s or early mm-hmm. 2000s, you know, that I person school. that we once were. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. And we think about who our friends were, what our job was, who we hung around, what we spoke about, what we did, what our habits, what our behaviours were, and our likes and our dislikes. And then fast forward, you know, 20, 30 years, and you you think about who you are now and how that's evolved and how if you were to see or speak to those people from the early 2000s in the 90s, if you were to get with that that person now and they were exactly the same, (laughs) you can sort of see how you would have nothing in common. They would would think that you just weren't who you were, that you've changed, that you're not even the same person, and it would be really hard to relate to that person. And that's exactly what it's like for 5D, 3D. However, as a 5D, we look at the 3D with zero judgment, but Mm. the 3D will look at us with judgment. And yep. so that's what makes it difficult for us to be in the same space at the same time. 
Yeah. So there will be a divide. There will be. And this is why they say, when I say they, I mean Eckhart Tolle and those of the likes and those that are brave enough to put it out there. Um, this is why they say that, you know, the new earth is coming. And if, if you're not, if you're not going to re- evolve and you're not going to expand your consciousness, then you're going to be left behind. And that's what they mean by that. Yeah. Um, yeah. <clears throat> what do you mean and exactly a lot of by 3Ds, left behind? Sorry, go. What exactly do you mean by left behind? So they're not going to really be a part of the future. They're going to, uh, they're not going to be a part of the future decision makers and the future experiences that are going to be offered to those in the fifth D. So like it's evolve very similar. out. Yeah, evolve yeah. out. So yeah. it's yeah, and so a lot of three D people and four D people are procreators of five D star seeds, mm-hmm. and. So they're, they're not going to be a part of their children's life or they're not going to be able to understand their child and their future. And that's what's happened with my parents and myself. Um, and it's, it's that the gap is just too big. Yeah. The, and yeah. Mm-hmm. In, the fi- in the fifth dimension consciousness, I get it. But in their three-dimensional consciousness, they simply don't. Yeah, and that, yeah, it, the, again, the, the language barrier is yeah. too big. Yeah, just can't yeah, the compute. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so that's what's going to happen to a lot of 3D people. This is how you're going to get left behind. You're, you're not going to see the future of the 5D people. Um, you're, you're not going to be involved in the making and the building of the new earth. You're not going to get to experience all of the amazing things that we're going to experience. Um, It's kind of like if you can remember when computers came out. I mean, you're probably at the right age, but um, I feel like I kind of just two, three years older than you am at a better age to understand it. So for anyone who's in their 40s or even just a little bit older than 40s, when computers came out, you know, how many of our parents and our grandparents just went, yeah, no, thank you. What is this business? I don't want to, I don't want to own a computer. I'm never going to own a computer. What is this email? I'm going to stick to my fax machine, not my email. And what are these mobile phone devices? I can't believe that you have a phone in your hand that is like a computer and that you can see people when you're talking to them. Mm -hmm. And they reject all of that technology and look how isolated it's left a lot of people, a lot of those people that left them isolated from their grandchildren because their grandchildren have mobile phones and they're not going to call a landline. What's a landline? And Yeah, technology they're, they're gonna, illiterate. Yes, and mm. so they've been left behind. And that technology at that point was a, is a very fifth-dimensional aspect to the um, the evolution of humans and the species and what's being provided to us because that technology is coming from other places. It's not coming from Earth. It's coming from other intelligence. And this is where a lot of people in certain spaces will argue that technology has been the undoing of us when it comes to 3D people using or rejecting the technology and it has been the advancer of us when it's been in the 4D or the 5D people's hands. So some other um, 5D technology such as reusable energy, 
Um, Correct. A lot of digitized things. Some may, may so even go into cryptocurrency. Awareness will currency. open people up to the to Mother Earth and to her her bounty and her yeah. offerings. And as a five D person, we understand that we are one with Mother Earth, and that everything that a spiritual being having a human experience need is given to us. It doesn't need to be something that we look mm. outside of to have to create. And so with that being said, Mother Earth has all of, she has given us everything that we need in order to clothe, feed, heat, shelter, like everything is there as a natural resource and technology allows us to use those things in a smarter way, not in a harmful way. And so for 3D consciousness, technology has harmed the earth. From a 5D consciousness, technology will help heal and and 3D consciousness has done a lot of damage to Mother Earth. So the 5D consciousness, the kids that are coming through, those star seeds especially, they're coming through with an awareness to work with Mother Earth and use technology to, first of all, heal what the 3D people have done and continue yeah. to do and to fight it. The four Ds are fighting it and the five Ds, the four Ds are fighting it and the three Ds too. And then the fifth Ds mm. are looking at renewable resources and ways to do it smarter, not harder and hurtful. Safeguard it. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. protect it for the future. More sustaining. And I like how you touched on it's more of a sort of collective way of being, more of a giving back just as much as receiving. Yeah, it's a and it's, it's less individualised. It's not about someone attaining a certain level of something. It's not individualised, every individual running their own race. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is a me, myself and I situation. Um, yeah. And that is that is very simplistic of the the dynamic and the relationship of what's happening as a spiritual being having a human experience. Mm-hmm. Um, that self-awareness and how you sit inside the scheme of things is mm. is massive. Yeah, and that's why I thought it was a really good time to have a chat about um, levels of consciousness and awareness and if it's, you know, for some people listening, I'm sure it's not the first time they've heard this terminology or this sort of talk, but for others it could well be and sometimes it is a lot to um, get your head around. So I think it's um, really cool to have these chats to expand our minds and become more aware, you know, really bring it to the forefront. And, you know, there's a lot of science to back up um you know, different dimensions. There's, you know, an Einstein theory on it. The Hadron Collider proves it. Like there's a lot of 5D proof around. Mm-hmm. Um, there is. So it, it's not just a far out concept. It's it's a thing. It is a thing. <laughs> it, it is. It is. And most of the, um, like if we're looking at like the Elon Musks of the world and mm-hmm the Jeff Bezoses and the Oprah Winfrey's and the Nelson Mandela's and Mandela, Mandela, Nelson Mandela, <laughs> Mandela. And the Mandela effect, that's where you're going with that. Sorry, Sir Nelson. <laughs> yeah. Um, what we have inside of that is fifth dimensional beings that um, that have, have been that way for quite a while and 
they're proof of it and they know it. But as part of a fifth dimensional being, there's no need to prove it, no need to Mm. stick it in your face, no need to parade around with it because it is so misunderstood by the majority. And true 5D people, it's, it's it's a sacred space. It really is. So there's, there's really no need to put it out there and pimp it and talk about it and, and mm-hmm. advertise it. <laughs> um, but in sacred and safe spaces, those people would be having very 5D, you know, um, experiences in their life and with probably a lot of other 5D people because mm. that's where they are. That's where they sit. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of the work that you do, especially, Tracy, with your raise your vibrations and uh, that sort of work with people is elevating people, wouldn't you say, to high frequencies to be able to um, connect or understand the concept if, if it's what's meant for them. You know, people listening right now, it'll either resonate or it won't. And either way, it's cool. Yeah. And majority of people that I work with are in their 4D. Sometimes when I first meet them, they're right on their cusp of their 3D and they've either had a divine intervention um, or something mm. of the like to to awaken them to the potential of the 4D. Um, mm. And I usually will meet them in their 4D. Uh, for, me to, for me to think that I could get someone for a 4D to a 5D, you know, there's no shortcuts. You have to experience it. So it's about patience and about grace. And um, acceptance of where someone is at and just letting them move the way they need to. So a lot of the time with my with my mentoring and my coaching clients, um, we can go through like 10 weeks of being together, which is the normal time frame for anything that I offer. But we can get to the 10th week and someone can have the biggest what they appear to be unraveling breakdown Mm. like it's like this whole crisis and when I turn around and I say to them great you're right on schedule (laughs) it's the first time that they realize that this is actually the opportunity to release it's the purge it's the sign of everything going yeah and and that is the crescendo that is the angels going oh you know, it is, um, that is the thing that, that I have been waiting for them to get to. But all I can do is hold their hand and guide them with what they're talking about, meeting with their at, and then by the end of each session with them, just give them a little bit to expand. And sometimes it's a lot, sometimes it's a little. But I've got complete respect for not not sort of gently pushing or kicking someone over the line when they're so close because Mm. you have to get yourself there. Mm. And it does take a lot of work, but it is 100,000% absolutely possible for everyone in the fourth D to get to the fifth D. Mm -hmm. But you can't just go and do a course and learn how to go from 4D to 50. It's not a course. (laughs) It's, It's not a course. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a happening. It's a doing. It's a. It's an action experience. Um, and there are literally no shortcuts. You cannot push someone there. They can have moments of five D and drop back really quickly. Yeah. Um, because it's, yes, it's difficult thing. to yeah. sustain. Yeah, it's difficult to sustain. And mm-hmm. I can't. In the reality that I live in, um, 
in the country that I live in, in the place in my country that I live in, in the stage of life that I live in, it's it's near impossible for me to be in a 5D space 24-7. I'm only ever really honestly in a 5D space when I'm by myself Mm -hmm. and when, um, when I'm connecting and working in the actual moment of, of working. Yeah. Yeah. Fascinating. Mm. Um, so shall we talk a little bit about our guest for next week? Sure. Do you want to, do you want to, um, maybe go through the language of star seeds and things? Yes, that's a great idea because our guest next week does talk about that quite some. Mm. Yes, yeah. because actually, so, yeah, you go. You go. <laughs> Our guest um, works a lot with children mm. especially. So she has her own line of expertise and a massive amount of um, work that she's done leading up to this point, but but she does a lot of work these days with children, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, because they're the starseeds. Mm-hmm. So starseeds... Where they get that name from or where they get that term from really is because uh, it's believed in certain trains of ways of thinking and schools of thinking (laughs) that these particular children or even people, because I've met some starseeds that are in their early 20s. So Mm -hmm. starseeds have been sort of coming to earth for about two, three decades, which is why things are changing over that time. But a starseed generally believes that they are from a star or a planet. So it it they believe that they have come from so their soul has traveled via another planet rather than just directly to earth. So earth isn't their first planet or their first um galactic or astronomical astrophysical kind of place of um of becoming a different galaxy. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes. Yeah. Um, so the the conscious awareness of some of these galaxies or stars um, has a different, a different, completely different awareness to what humans on Earth have. So they come here and they come with certain levels of sensory ability um uh visions like ways of seeing things so they come here with a job to do and it's misinterpreted it's often that a star seed might be born into a family that is very 3d and so they live a life that is very misunderstood and they feel like they're the black sheep of the family or they feel like they're the reject or they feel that there's something wrong with them um, and if they've got, if they're lucky enough to have parents that are in the 4D, then uh, they've got some way of working with people like our guest next week, mm-hmm. um, and, and even myself because I deal, I work with many children as well, and it's it's the first time that I can't tell you the amount of times that I've sat down with a child. Usually, I work with teenagers, um, and 
the I can't tell you how many times that I have been able to sit down with a teenager and just psychically be able to understand what's going on and then just blurt it out and they just look at that first of all they're really uncomfortable and mm-hmm. they don't want to look at you and they're like oh my god I can't believe my mom's making me come here and my dad's making me come here this is so not cool like who is this chick mm-hmm. and when I start saying everything out loud and they will look at me and they'll shift in their chair and they'll give me their attention, they'll unfold their arms, they'll uncross their legs, they'll show me in body language that they're listening because I've said something that actually, wow, this is the first time that anyone has actually been able to understand me and I literally have not said a word. And Hmm. Correct. And when you give them that awareness, says, hey, I'm like you. You know, you're not the only one. You've just met someone else and welcome to the world. You know, it's um, welcome to to this way of living on earth. Yeah, like um, I see you. It's all right. Hmm. Yeah, you're not the only one. You're not weird. You're not alone. There hmm. are many, many, many of us. And very quickly they were ready to talk because it's um, it's, part of their conscious awareness as well that when we meet someone when we come into contact with another frequency that understands our frequency there is no judgment there's no like oh my god what will she think of me I can't talk it is straight away bullet (laughs) it's word vomit verbal diarrhea it is all it's on for Donkey Kong like at that point and they usually leave quite excited however they'll go home and majority of the time they'll drop back yeah, into a 4D. Yeah. yeah. Because it takes a lot of nurturing and a lot of guidance yeah. and a lot of work. Um, and having, if you identify, if you identify or if you have a child who you think might be a starseed, it is worthwhile getting them into a, a counsellor, a mentor, a guide or a group or finding them some sort of online group potentially where they can come together and feel that they've got a community or a family that understands them and where they can be themselves. That would, that's my number one tip. If you've, if you've got a child like that, or if you are like that, because there are thousands upon thousands of us out there. And they just often feel like a misfit and sometimes not even realize, mm-hmm. you know, until someone gives you the language. Yep. That's it. Mm. And you're not a misfit. You've got a purpose and mm. it's a purpose that, your current world just doesn't understand. Like the world that you live in, your little world, it just might not understand it. But that doesn't mean that um, that doesn't mean that you don't have a greater reason for what you've got. You just haven't grown up enough yet to be exposed to it. But yeah, if you've got four D parents, mm. yeah, if you've got four D parents who might be lucky enough to know someone who is in the who has that fifth D awareness, and um, they can get you in contact with them, then it's 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 a catapult straight away. You'll you'll go further faster really quickly. You'll get to the point where you can at least accept yourself and accept your situation. And that can provide so much relief for a teenager. It can sort oh out gosh, a whole heap yeah. of behavioral problems. Um and it can clear up can clear up a ton of a ton of stuff that, that these poor kids are going through. But we have like the crystal children and the indigo children. Just they're just two of the the most popular ones that we hear about, um, and they they've all got purposes. So if we think about how I talk about the blueprints, like we've got the healers, the teachers, the messengers, the guides, um, the procreators, the builders, and there's so many more. Um, and the indigo and the crystal children, it's just a it's such a um, oh, such a stereotypical. Um, 
name or title for them. It, it like you can tell <laughs> that this was something that came about in the nineties, um, where where it was all about um, the fluffy, you know, wooey, crystally type um, new age movement, and they're very new age names. What is for meant what by they're them? here to do? Yeah. yeah, well, an indigo child is a warrior. Okay. So it's and the crystals are the healers. Okay. So really, they're they're the same. They're the healers, the teachers, the messengers, the guides. They are, you know, they're the the builders, the warriors. They're all of those. Yeah. Um, but they've just got new age names. You know, it's it's like how when I say when people call their shadow their shadow work. Mm-hmm. And it's like shadow is such a new age way to describe what's going on. And I yeah. get it. Like I, I just don't use that word because I'm not a new age subscriber. Yeah, you're more classic. Classically, yeah. Yeah. classically trained. <laughs> classically trained in every way. I'm more of a traditionalist. Yeah. So um, I guess maybe it's showing my age or maybe it's just showing my mentoring, like like who I've been yep. mentored by and my Absolutely. lineage, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so that's, that's that in a nutshell. In a nutshell, yeah. I mean, it's a good sort of toe into the water. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And next week it all, I think this chat was, was good to have ahead of next week's guest, Mary, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mary um, Rodwell. Uh, so she's cool. known as the alien lady. Yeah. So we were lucky enough to have a chat with her and the, the conversation went all kinds of um, directions and I'm here for it. I bloody love this stuff. It's so funny. I almost entertained myself with how much I love it because growing up I was never one for you know, for um, what are those shows like Star Wars and Star Trek mm-hmm. and, you know, some people are really into that stuff and I never, ever was, but I, I grew up with a nan that had had seen a UFO and, you know, it wasn't, you know, something that was ever um, something to get obsessed about. It was just taken as a thing like, yeah, cool. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't fascinated by it. It was just another thing. Yeah, well, like, you know, when I spoke to Nan about it, it was just it was just another thing. It wasn't a really such a big deal for her. Not much phased her, to be honest, but it surprised her and she said she got it. She got quite a shock, but it was just, you know, it was just another thing. <laughs> and I was and, just like, that's so cool. <laughs> and when you say that, it makes me think that maybe that's how I've always seen it too because I, for as long as I can remember, have been... Slightly, and I go in and out, obviously, at different stages of life. Of life, I don't really have time, but I'm I love space. Yeah, I watch I watch the space like specials on the TV, and um, growing up, I just always wanted to watch movies that took us into outer space and all those. But I was never really fascinated by the uh, the beings, the the no. aliens or the ETs that were out there. It was more the stars and the planets and yes. the galaxies and yeah, the, the Milky Way <laughs> and the black holes and all of that mm. kind of stuff rather yep. than the beings, the intelligent yep. beings. Um, but uh, 
Mary does definitely take it and it was so hard for me to sit there. Like I was biting my tongue so hard through that entire episode. You really could. Like you'd be able to sit there. You could spend days with someone like that just talking. But, you know, we had an hour. (laughs) I know. (laughs) We did what we could. And she's a 5D and I'm a 5D. So it was like meeting one of my, one of my kinds, one of my species. Yeah. Um, and we do, we do pull back sometimes in the, in the interview where, where we could go there, but we choose not to. (laughs) Um, and she's a fascinating person and someone now that, um, that I really hope to have more to do with. Mm. Um, and I feel like we could probably have her back on um, maybe in the future and, and ask and pick her brain about more specific areas of what we talk about. Subjects. Yeah, I think Mm -hmm. so. Yeah. Yeah. She's very generous with her time she's very lovely, very open and warm and very accepting at where people are at. Yeah. Mm. Very blessed to have such a high caliber guest in, in that field of, um, expertise because there are a lot of whack jobs out there. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> a lot. Um and yeah, I can't wait for everyone to hear it next week. But this episode uh should give you enough of a language and a terminology lesson in um helping you to understand and digest next week's um episode. Perfectly said. Absolutely. All right. Any more questions for me, Laura? No, I feel really satisfied. Thank you so much. (laughs) That's my job. I aim to satisfy. (laughs) (laughs) And, of course, as usual, wonderful listeners, if you have questions, get in touch. We love you lots. Take care of yourselves. Bye. Bye. If you'd like to send us one of your ghost stories or if you have a question for me or for Laura, send us a Gmail at tospsychic at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at turnsout underscore she's psychic and over on Facebook at TOSP podcast.